Hello Earthlings! Welcome back to Astronomy with Tishas, Season 2, Episode 10. And yes, this is the last episode of Season 2. And thinking about the fact that it's been two years minus two months now that I know you and you know me, it's a different feeling. Welcome to that later. But what month is this? December, yeah. But for the podcast, it is Detective December. What we do here, for the ones who don't know, is that the episode that we had in Mysterious May that raised a serious question that no scientists know the answer to. And in Detective December, we'll try to go around all sort of possible answers to that question to come up with something at least. Obviously, we are not going to find out the answer because that's complicated, but we'll get an idea about what's actually going in on there. Because Mysterious may only explain the question and Detective December will act like your detective. Yeah, obviously for your curiosity. So let's get started. So the question that Mysterious May proposed was, if the universe is expanding, then how is it endless? If you are new to this channel and you don't know what I mean by that, you should first go and listen to Mysterious May and come back to Detective December to know more about it. So let me give a background to what it actually was. The fact that we took an example of a cake and unicorns and balloons and tried to understand how the things that are expanding needs to have one boundary to be able to describe the word expand further. Because expand means to make large or larger. So that or after large, yeah, you need to get a boundary to make sure that or makes sense. Now, what do you think are the things that, you know, all the scientists are thinking about this fact now? Why, if this is so correct, did the scientists actually say that the universe is expanding and is endless? Why will they ever tell something like that if it's very much evident that both are occurring simultaneously? Because... You sure don't think that they are dumb, do you? So, in that case, the only option left is that there were contradictions. There were two types of people. One who thought that the universe is expanding and has a boundary. And the one who thought that the universe is expanding but doesn't have a boundary. There has to be, right? One for and one against to prove one thing uh, to be valid. Now, here comes a twist. There are shapes and sizes to the universe, uh, which can be, you know, circular. In which case, the expanding and not endless is very much correct. One can be a plain shit where the expanding but not endless, like, is 
very much wrong. Now, if you think about what I just said, and if you go back to your basic senses and try to answer if I'm correct or not, you'll see that there were loopholes. Now, what I said was endless. Very confusingly, endless means there's no end, which is expanding and endless. Which was the question, right? Think about a circle. A circle has one circumference, a radius. Then how do you explain the word endless when you have a circle? When you have something that you can define the shape of. Can you say one circle's radius is infinite? Yes, you can say. But what does infinite mean? Infinite means that the number is so huge that we are not, you know, capable of going that far away with our calculations. So we are just saying infinite. So out of our reach, out of our reach doesn't mean that it is, you know, has to be uh, endless. Because if it's endless, it's not infinite. Like if you think about the two terms, you'll find some contradictions in them. And now, when you have the circle, it's obviously bounded. Okay, the circle is expanding. There's one right measure. I, I think in school, you're being taught right measures. And if you're in college, then you definitely know right measures of integration, right? So there we are learning things like, um, you know, increasing and decreasing area and stuff like that, like surface and all that. So there we know that, okay, one thing can increase and that can be a circle and, and a cone and a plain sheet and whatever, right? But of course that's not endless because if that was endless, then any sort of sum wouldn't be possible. So circle is not endless. Going back to what I said, that had a loophole. And correcting what I said, when you are given a circle for a shape of the universe, the universe is expanding, no doubt to it, all go down to dark matter, dark energy, specifically dark energy, all hail to them. But what matters here is the word endless. That is our focus. So what we get out of there is that circle is not endless. Universe is like you know size and shape shape be circle if the shape circle then universe is not endless there is a boundary which is expanding when we talk about you know like very happy that fine one one thing is proven very right but once we are again talking about thing like you know universe looking like a plain shit then the concept of endless is very much correct so what I said previously about plain shit had a loophole as well. I say that, I won't say like teachers, like I say that just to test you, but I say that so that I can explain it further. You see, plain shits need not have, like say when you are drawing axes, when you are drawing crafts, you are drawing XYZ axis, don't you put one arrow at the end to show that it can be expanded further? So that is the case here. It doesn't have to have one certain boundary to be able to stay in. And then there can be hyperbola, um, you know, like as a shape for the universe and so on. So, which is correct. Hyperbola is not our concern for now that 
maybe the concern in next year is like season three and so on but let's just talk about circle and plain shit for now because that is so famous now some scientists are saying yes for plain shit some scientists are saying yes for circle so which is correct we'll get to that in the next segment So, all of my fellow listeners, you know about Tony Rothman because I've been reading you his book's chapter for two consecutive episodes. And I told you that we had a question to ask him about the expanding universe where he straight away said in his book that that's impossible. And, you know, nothing nothing is before that, nothing is after that, and all that sort of statements and the fact that we mailed him and got no reply but then we did get a reply and we thought that fine let's just wait around for some time and i told you all that i will be personally telling you what he told me but i did not so <laughs> i say that i'll find a good time and tell you about that so what we will do in today's episode is first i'll read out the mail that uh, mr rothman had sent to me and of course if you have something to tell me that i can tell like get back to him with so definitely do that and after which i will come up with the possible um explanations that scientists have to support their yeses and noes so let's get started with that So I'll first read out what I wrote to Mr. Rossman. I said, Sir, I am Disha and some introduction followed up and then I said I read your book, a little book about the Big Bang and saw you've mentioned that there because a center doesn't exist nor does a boundary in quotes. It is because It is better to imagine an infinitely long shit. I want to ask how do we know that I center and a boundary surely does not exist. And as a reply, he said, Dear Disha, thanks for your email and some apologies followed because, you know, like late reply, he had some problem with his account. So about that. And then he said, Without going into mathematics, some things cannot be precisely explained, but astronomical evidence indicates that the universe is either exactly flat or slightly open. If it is flat, the universe can be thought of as an infinite sheet. If it is truly infinite, not just large, but infinite, then there is no edge or boundary anywhere, by definition, because the universe just goes on forever. The same applies in the open case. If the universe is infinitely large, then there can be no center because any point is equivalent to any other point. No point can be singled out as more special than any other. 
Another way of thinking about it is that the center of a square piece of paper is equidistant from the edges. But if the paper is infinite, there are no edges from which to define a center. And the next answer was, if the universe were closed like a sphere, it would be of finite size, but there would still be no center. No point on the surface of a sphere is any more central than any other point. In this case, the mathematical analogy is to the surface of a sphere. We cannot consider the interior because the surface is not inside anything else, as mentioned in the book. I hope this helps. Tony Rothman. I am not at all going to comment or explain anything that is said because I deeply, uh, you know, like, idealize him. So, moving on to what I was going to do next, which is, yes, of course, adding up that you can comment on what you think about his reply. But yes, again, if you want me to get back to him with anything, I'll surely do that from your side. But yeah, let's move on. Moving on, I'll go around all the facts that I could collect, precise facts in that matter, around what Mysterious may post. So again, going back to the book, according to Tony Rosman, writer of a little book about the Big Bang, once we put an age on the universe, like, uh, you know, age, we are assuming an exterior, which does not exist. Once we put an age, we can locate a center which also does not exist. Better is to imagine a shit without an age, just like what he said in his reply. So I wonder, and you do too, that why a shit and not a sphere? And now you see Professor Wayne Hu um, of University of Chicago mentioned how the position of the first peak of the CMB indicates the universe is very close to spatially flat. So again, you know, one plus point to the uh, flat universe theory and the endless universe theory. Now, according to Quantum Magazine, the Planck scientists notice a lensing effect. If the universe is flat, cosmologist expects a curvature measurement to fall within about one standard deviation of zero. If I go to the line again slowly, if the universe is flat, Cosmologists expect a curvature measurement to fall within about one standard deviation of zero. But they found that the CMB data deviates by 3.4 standard deviations, not zero at all. It's 3.4. I understand if there's a point error, but 3.4 instead of zero. So, you know, minus mark for flat surface and plasma for sphere then according to quantum axiom and so now obviously you're, you're you know starting to doubt the flatness of the universe and then researchers are deducing the values of the universe's components by measuring variations of the color of the cmb light because cmb is the you know source of all all this conspiracy theories of the universe that they're it's it's like posing to us you know why why i say 
conspiracy of the universe because it's not letting us know what actually is going on there so you know cmb i always used to think the cmb is such a huge space you are saying okay one like i have tested a very small portion uh from the cmb that i can possibly see and then i found out that the shape of the universe is i think flat but if you think about it from your house to your school it looks like a flat surface as well but it's earth flat i always used to think that the, the portion that we are researching from the cmb to the small space but obviously this goes in a lot more than just that thought so itself it actually indicates a lot of things and we'll come back to the thing that those and just say it in the next segment so concluding with this point So as I was saying the researchers started deducing the values of the universe's components by measuring variations in the color of the CMB light but they get different answers when they compare a small region of the sky and a large region just like I said small portion of the CMB and large portion of the CMB like the portion between your house to your school and the whole earth authors pointed out that in quotes at say When you recalculate these values assuming a closed universe they don't differ. What does that mean? It means that when we are thinking of the universe to be flat, flat surface, then the value are differing when we are calculating it for a small space versus a large space. But if we are considering the universe to be, you know, of, of like looks like a sphere, let's say, then it it's not differing at all it's mesmerizing to think about it and you know you come to think about the fact that yeses and nos are always locking horns in this case but it's actually mind blowing to think that how both of them can be true and how both can be wrong so that's it for today that's it for detective december because that's all i wanted you to know about the question that mysterious may post again if you have not heard mysterious may go back give it a listen and come back go through this episode again you'll have a much better understanding of everything So coming to the end of season 2's last episode thank you thank you thank you to the power infinity yes endless i mean it this time no going over spheres and plain said for my thanks to you thank you so much for sticking by and you know showing your curiosity to learn about it just like wrapped up said my listeners are adventurers Yep. So, ending on a good note, I'll see you in the next few months coming with bonus episodes as usual, so fun time. And of course, I've not forgotten about the certificate course that I was talking about. I'll come back with one episode probably in January or February with that in it. And with that, let's end it. This podcast is brought to you by Disha. 
Keep an eye for upcoming episodes. Thank you.